0: Good morning, welcome to Get Up With God, thanks for joining me this morning. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, host Dylan Maverick. I'm glad to be with you this morning, start of a brand new week, and what a week we had last week. I'm glad to be with you this morning and ready to get into the Word. If you have your Bible open with me to Ephesians 6, we're going to start in Ephesians 6, but thanks for joining me this morning, and I hope you had a great weekend. Are you ready to get your week started? i certainly am glad to be with you this morning everybody that's joining thank you so much for joining live if you're watching by pod uh, audio podcast later listening by audio podcast i should say thanks for joining me there and uh, be sure to get the word out take a screenshot tag get up with god in uh, whatever social media platform you go to and get the word out let people know about it so that they can start their day the right way but it's good to be with you this morning Ready to get into the word. I've got a few clips. I was able to get these things working and um, was, uh, I got a new computer set up here and uh, I want to thank Pastor, Pastor Kim, mom, dad, and uh, the support you guys have for me and what I'm doing. I love you guys and uh, so thankful for you. But anyway, hope you're doing well this morning. Thanks. you. If you're live with me this morning, thank you. I'm feeling good, ready to get the week started. Had a long week in my daughter. Um, She's a competitive cheerleader. Very excited to announce she won grand champ. Well, she won her division, um, level two grand champions. Um, You know, it's like her division of cheer. She won, they won the top, they won rings and um, phenomenal. We're waiting to see tonight if she gets a bid for the next competition, but I just wanted to brag on her for a little bit. her team did extraordinary. So congratulations, um, girls. I know there's a few people that I heard from her gym that watched the devotional. So guys, thank you for watching, but congratulations to your, your kids for winning and what a phenomenal weekend to infinity gym. You guys did amazing. But anyway, thank you guys for joining live with me this morning. Uh, like I said, let's get into Ephesians six. Let's pray. Let's start our week. Right. And, um, Let's jump into the Word and and have a good morning this morning, all right? Well, let's just pray and give some recognition to God before we get into any news, before we even read the Word or do anything that we're going to do. Let's just take some time and recognize God and, and worship Him this morning. Lord, we thank You for this morning. We give You the praise and the glory, the honor. We take this time with You, Lord. We love You. We thank You for all that You do for us. We lift You up. We magnify You. We worship You. You're the King of kings. You're the Lord of lords. And we just love you, Lord. We thank you for all that you do for us. But Lord, we just thank you for who you are. If you never did another thing for us, if you never uh, blessed us again, if you never healed us again, if you never sent any miracles to us again, Lord, you are a great God for what you've done by saving our soul. And we just worship you and thank you for the for who you are. Lord, you're a mighty God, you're a loving God. You, You know, you're a God to be feared, Lord. And so we worship you and we thank you for your life and for uh, us being a part of you and you being a part of us and we love you so much we just worship you in this time take this time with you glorify yourself in this time Lord we bring recognition to you let no one be glorified except you Lord so we love you we thank you we just give you this time this morning and Jesus help us this morning as well Lord lead us and guide us through your word as we navigate these times in this world that you would help us, lead us, and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's get into the Bible and read a little bit. Ephesians 6. You know, last week we were talking a lot about the news that's been going on. And, and there's been a lot of news in our country. Um, if you don't think that news is relevant to talk about as Christians, um, that that's part of the problem right there. <laughs> um it is essential that the Christians know what's going on and have a foot in, uh, with what's going on so that we can make, we can cause change to happen in the right direction, not change. Like, you know, we hear a lot of people, um, talking about change and, um, um, they're trying to promote certain agendas and things like that. No, we're not trying to promote any type of agenda or any type of political party. Um, we're trying to promote Jesus Jesus is the way the truth the life and and if we're going to promote anything we need to promote Jesus it's a he's a man and he's God in human form and he lived perfectly and he's the answer for today's problems and it's it's essential that we don't push an agenda we don't push a uh a change in um in you know we don't try and you know push a certain political party. That's not what it's about. It is about Jesus Christ being the Lord of people's lives, so that they can find some direction. I've got some clips I wanted to show last week. Um, you know, finally with some better technology, I've got set up here. I'm able to to do that. I'm going to show some better clips today. Um, but I want to show you what's going on in our nation and why it's so essential that Christians are the ingredient. Uh, within the mix, to to um, I would say bring a solution, not bring even bring change. We don't need change in the political world, the um, economic world, the social world of our of our nation. We don't need that. We need we need a breakthrough. <laughs> we need an, a solution. It's not a change. We need solution. Like you know, you don't need to change your life if you're living in sin. You need you need a, a solution to your life. So let's, uh, like I said, open to Ephesians 6, and one of the big things, if you haven't been paying attention, um, you know, that's sometimes you watch the show and, you know, you learn a little bit about it. That's why, you know, I listen to some of the podcasts and some of the things that I do uh, news-wise, you know, I try to listen to clean people and stuff like that, so I don't hear the language, but it informs me a lot of what, what's going on. Uh, some of it's very opinionated, but I try to air to the side of where it's more on the side of um, the biblical side, you know, anything political I err to the side biblically. So good morning to everybody. If you're joining me, thank you guys so much. Um, I see comments popping in and everybody saying good morning. Well, thank you so much. You know, be sure to share the post, hit the share button. If you're watching, be a participant. Don't just be a watcher, be a participant, hit the share button. It's a great way to get the word out to let other people know about it and be sure to hit the like button. Let me know that you're joining with me and drop a comment. Let me know that you're live with me. That's really the only way I know that you individually are joining is if you drop a comment. You know, I could see a lot of people watching and um, I see, you know, there's a bunch of people that are on different platforms. If you're on Twitch with me, thanks for joining live. You know, I appreciate you joining. Uh, be sure to chime in. Let me know that you're watching and hit some of the posts on uh, the, some of the uh, um, uh, involvement icons you can do on there. And then Twitter as well. Thank you guys so much for joining And YouTube, if you're on YouTube Live, um, thank you for watching that. And if you're watching later on YouTube or any other platform, Facebook, if you're on Facebook, thank you guys. I see the comments rolling in. Thank you guys. Appreciate you joining and being here with me. Um, But let's jump into this real quick. Um, i got a clip I want to show you from last week. Very interesting. Um, A bill was passed to keep you updated, and we're going to get into Ephesians 6 and the part of the Christian role. But a bill was passed uh the governor of florida governor ron desantis passed a bill it's being dubbed as the don't say gay bill that's what people are you know dubbing it on social media on different news platforms that's not what the bill is simply put the bill refutes the ability it stops the ability of teachers in schools uh people educators from being able to talk to young children about any type of sexual preference or any type of sexual orientation or really anything about the body it goes into a restriction mode so to speak against any type of that it doesn't talk about you can't talk about being straight you can't talk about being homosexual you can't talk about your gender preference it's not just about homosexuality or transgender, but of course the very extremists and people that are trying to push evil demonic agendas on our children are trying to spin this as something that is, uh, only against a certain type of thing. No, it's not. It's, what do you need to talk to a a second grader, a first grader about anything sexually uh, oriented? If anybody needs to communicate to that that age bracket about that type of thing, it would need to be the parents. Your opinion is irrelevant in that. My opinion is irrelevant in that. The parent is the guardian of that child. They are a, they are a child. They're not of age yet, and so there's no there's absolutely no need whatsoever um, that anybody other than a parent talk to the an uncle doesn't have any business unless unless that is the parent right unless there aren't a mom and dad in the picture and you're a grandmother a mother i don't want to you know i'm not trying to turn this into a um a thing about who should be raising the parents or who should be raising the yeah (laughs) and i said that right a lot of people should be raising the parents to be honest you know we need more people doing that sort of thing but it, it should be uh, whoever's the guardian of that child, right? If the parents aren't in the picture anymore and a grandmother is, is parenting a child, then that's who should have the say in the matter. If it's a, uh, uh, well, Dylan, you talked about this last week. Yeah, I'm going to keep talking about it until the drum has been beaten through, the horse has been beaten into the ground. You know, I, there's, you can't talk about it enough to bring awareness to the Christian people to, to take a stand for this sort of thing. You know Disney's lost my business Um, people that are against the parents having the first say in the family and in their child's life has lost has lost my interest that it's it's asinine it's it's evil and demonic to think that someone else needs to raise your child and so uh, I want to show a clip here of one of the things that DeSantis did this is very cool Ron DeSantis, the governor, and like I said, this isn't a don't say gay bill. This isn't a, uh, it, it's it's don't say anything to my child about sexual, sexual orientation, about uh, the body, about, don't say anything about them. I'm the parent. I have more say than you do as a teacher. I'm bringing my child to you to ec- educate them academically, to learn math, English, uh, proper grammar, but I don't need you explaining their body to them. I don't need you. We don't need you for that. In fact, if you're a fourth, fifth, sixth, I don't care if you're a college graduate and you're a, a professor at a well-known university. I don't, I'm don't. not interested in your input in what you have to say to my child as long as they're under my roof. Now, when they hit of age and they go to, at that point, in, they leave the nest, so to speak, you will see what you have instilled into them if it sticks or not. And thankfully, the anointing of God, the power of God, when you are a, a God-fearing family and you instill the principles of the Word of God, the Bible says, instill in a child at a young age the principles of the Word of God, and it will stick with them as they grow older. And so we we believe in that. We, it, this stuff is sticky. The, the Word of God is sticky, and it produces results in people's lives. So when they leave the nest, if they if they choose to stray off from it, That's up to them. I mean, you can't control that. You can influence it at that point, and you can make recommendations and pray for them, ask God to send labors to them to help them bring them back. But you instill these things at an early age, the fear of God first over anything else, and uh, at that point, you can move forward. Um, so let's, let's watch this clip real quick. We'll get into the scripture here in a, another second, but I thought this was, this was good by, by Rhonda Santos. Check this out.
1: If you know, I think the last couple years have really revealed, uh, to parents, uh, that, uh, they are being ignored increasingly across our country when it comes to their kids' education.
2: School officials asked my 13 year old child, her permission as to whether or not my parental rights would be honored. After many weeks of going back and forth with the district, we learned the middle school had created a transgender, gender non-conforming support plan with our 13-year-old daughter without our knowledge or consent. Later, other things came up, disturbing things about medical choices that I think should be between the family. The kids were given extra credit if they made these medical choices. Um, Second grade, mind you,
0: There's not a single study in the entire world that says when parents are actively involved in their child's education, that outcomes don't increase.
2: It does not exist. It is an absolute truth. When parents are excluded from critical decisions affecting their child's health and well-being at school, it sends the message to children that their parents' input and authority are no longer important.
1: I don't care what corporate media outlets say I don't care what Hollywood says I don't care what big corporations say here I stand I'm not backing down
0: so Ron DeSantis you know stands for these things had some powerful um, powerful Uh, testimony if if you go back you can watch that press conference you you know I watched the whole thing but you can watch the press conference this was just a clip that he brought out I thought it was a good clip but it 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 shows the these are these are parents in Florida this isn't this isn't some place in Idaho that you've never been to that we're talking about happened one time ten years ago this is happening right now under your nose in your state Uh, maybe some of you that are watching in your county uh, this is happening right now. And these parents that you saw in here are uh, parenting young children, second grade that are giving children extra credit for things. If they do these to, to open their mind to other things, listen, no, 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 we don't need to have, we, we need to take a stand. Uh, we're going to read that here in a second, in Ephesians six, and we need to hold true to the word of God. Uh, and this is what can happen when you, when the church gets around people. When the parents hold up what they're supposed to do, instill the right things in their children, the parents get around the people. Um, This is the sort of thing that can happen. Watch this. This is a little lengthy clip. It's two minutes. But I want you to watch this and the power of someone who's a young person and the power of the influence of the community that's around them and the influence the parents can have when they hold true to the things that are right and true and sound in the in the child's life. Um, I'll, I'll put this clip up in a second. But everybody I, I've got to say good morning to some people because everybody's joining me here. Um, everybody that's on thank you guys for watching Randy. Mom I love you guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, Lois thank you Claudette. Amanda I see you guys. Good morning. Thanks for being on here. Connie. Uh, Miss Connie thanks for being on Jared and, and Mandy. Thank you guys. I see you guys are on here with me. Jessica it's good to see you. Thank you everybody that's on. Uh, and, and, commenting Donnie. It's great to see you, brother. Um, Jessica, if I didn't see Elaine, good to see you. Uh, um, Andre, good to see you, brother Keith and Becky. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining live with me. Um, best. Good to see you. Thanks for joining on here. Everybody that's on. And if I missed you, I'm sorry. I'm not intended intentionally doing that. Um, I see the comments that are on, but I, that's just all I see right now. If you're on Twitch, thank you guys for joining you're listening later by audio podcast. IHeart we on uh, iHeart Radio, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. You can listen anywhere, any platform. But thanks for joining, and being with me this morning. Um, so Ephesians six, turn there. We're going to read the scripture after here in a second and show you the power of the community, the church community, and the uh, the parents standing strong. This is the impact it can have. Um, um, check this. Check this out here. Ready?
2: I did I? I didn't. I, I liked both girl and boy things as a kid, which that's what a lot of people go through. And then, as soon as I hit puberty, it's like I could not deal with the changes in my body, and I didn't really have a word for it yet as transgenderism. But like, I would bind my chest in secret. Mm-hmm. I would make my clothes to wear like it would hide my hips, and you know i had my church and my family who was like they reaffirmed me that i was a girl which i'm very thankful for because at that point i definitely wanted to go on hormones as soon as i could and if i was still it with the influence of the left and the lgbt like i would have gone on hormones and i would have detransitioned because it was a symptom of my autism that i got diagnosed with at 20 and it wasn't like actual gender dysphoria
1: i've heard a number of stories i told you i was reading one of these today uh, Abigail Schreier has written a book about it called uh, Irreversible Damage, about the regret, about these same sorts of issues that you're talking about, which is good, and the media completely shut it out. You are not allowed to tell that story. The young woman I spoke to just the other day, Helena Kirshner, she is not allowed to tell her story about coming to realize, no, I'm not, I'm not actually a man and realize this isn't working. And you are so fortunate, you were so fortunate that your family and your community, we You were so fortunate that your family and community were sane and did not indulge this delusion. And the scariest part, the scariest part, is that a lot of the families who will indulge the, this kind of transgender mania that could be caused by any other number of conditions, notably autism, though you're right, that is cropping up quite a lot. A lot of these families just want to do what's best for their kid and they're being told by these sickos on television and in the universities and in the political apparatus that the only way to treat your kid is to lop off their genitals and inject them with cross-sex hormones. Absolute irreversible damage that would have caused, frankly, and as you're describing in your case, greater regret than, than you were and, and stress and anxiety than you were experiencing even in the moment that's inc- incredibly i'm so glad that you were able to come through that and have a, a real medical diagnosis in the end that did not result in you mutilating yourself it's amazing shout
2: out to my mom and my catholic church
1: i'm sorry say it one more time
2: shout out to my mom and my catholic church yeah good job good job
0: mom good job church This just came in as that clip was playing. Um, critics are coming out now, um, including including the uh, including the the Disney CEO, but critics are coming out admitting they haven't even read the bill, and they're they're dissecting the bill. It, I mean, if you're for this sort of thing, teaching young children that age anything sexually oriented, you have to question your integrity if you're for that. But now you've got people coming out that are, that have, uh, excuse me, openly politically, uh, uh, scrutinized governor Ron DeSantis and, and blatantly downplayed the bill itself. They're coming out now. The, the article just posted, uh, that they didn't even read the, they haven't even read it. They don't even know what it says. You know, you have, I, I heard a clip this weekend from, um, a very famous Disney star who, who had a TV show and in, in the nineties when I was growing up even, and into the early two thousands had a, a, a large show. I think the show was called, um, I don't remember the show, but the girl's name was Raven. And the, it was a very famous show growing up in the nineties and in the t- early two thousands. And, she, she scrutinizes the don't calling it. Don't say gay bill. We can't, you know, they're, they're, we are the, the, the right people, the right side politically, the right is, um, segregating the certain transsexuals and homosexuals. And we can't talk about how we feel. First of all, no, we're not interested in that. And number two, that's not what the bill says. It's about keeping the, 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 the weirdies and the, The ones that want to, you know, to keep uh, get involved in our children's lives in that capacity. And now you've got teachers that can't talk about these sort of things with their kids resigning from their post. Did you see this? We've got teachers now when they found out that they can't talk about their sexual orientation to their kindergartners, first graders, second graders, they're resigning because they feel restricted to their kids you're resigning because you can't talk about your sexual orientation. Come on, man. You, we didn't need you in the classroom. We didn't need you there in the first place. Should have been, you should have done a better background check on these people. And I even heard, um, I, I believe, I believe it was, um, I don't remember who the, who the, who the person was, but they said anybody that has resigned over this bill should be examined and they should be, um, probed for what type of, uh, dealings they've had with children in the past. I mean, it's a lot of interesting things going on. So open your Bible with me. Ephesians 6, if you're not there yet, I don't think you'll ever get there because we've been talking about it for the past 20 minutes. But chapter 6 of Ephesians, let's start in verse uh, 12. And we talked about this last week, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against against principalities, against powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So you got to remember the people, uh, the people that are dealing with these sort of things, um, that we're dealing with in this world that are, that are trying to do these, have this type of say and power in our children's life is there's a demonic force behind it. They're driving that, those people to do that. You know, I've got, I have compassion for those people. I don't have, um, grace for what they're doing or mercy for what they're doing but i have compassion for their life because they're being driven by a demonic force and they don't know it's a demonic force it's not like it's this dark uh uh, you know looming darkness over their life that they see and they see this like you know evil presence it's it's really comes innocently a lot of times is how this thing happens is it comes innocently and and this is how young children can be affected too is 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 they're not It's not this like dark, evil type thing that tries to approach our children's life. It's this um, innocent sounding, feels like it could be right. And um, uh, the approach is very innocent. It's not, you know, it's very disarming and it doesn't mean to attack. That's how this presence can come in a way that is seemingly harmless. Comes uh, Comes across seemingly harmless. And, uh, um, you know, the Bible says that the enemy is as wise as a serpent and he's, he's cunning and he's crafty in what he does. And I'm not giving credit to the enemy, but that's what he does. He's very crafty in what he does. And so the Bible tells us, wherefore, take unto yourself, take unto yourself the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to continue to stand. So we, and let's read the, let's read his notes here. Chapter, chapter six, verse th- 13 of Ephesians. He says, wherefore take unto yourself. This is what uh, Paul's saying to the church at Ephesus. Wherefore take unto yourselves the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Uh, let's read what the NLT says in this. It says, therefore put on every piece of God's armor. So you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Uh, one more translation I want to pull up is the Amplified. Let's see what this one says. Therefore put on God's complete armor that you may able, be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger and having done all that the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Letter uh, He's got letter H here. Let's read what this says. It says a military phrase, having conquered all stand ready to battle again. So this is powerful, even in a victory, even in victory, when you see victory in that thing, to do all that you can do, and you've conquered, continue standing, don't just give up now that you've conquered, or you've seen a victory, like we see this bill passing in the state of Florida. That's a win. That's a win in the battle, the war still wages on. Evil is still present. Evil is still going to try and take over and take dominion in your and your children's life. It's going to make the attempt. Just because something good like this happens doesn't mean we give up. We continue to stand. We don't give up easily like this. Stand forth, therefore, having your loins girt about with the truth and having the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Then what I found interesting while I was reading this was that that is the only piece of armor that we see that tells us what it fights off. For example, having your loins girt about with the, uh, with truth. So your loins are girded with truth, truth, the breastplate plate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace the shield of faith, and then it tells us what it defends. Wherewith you shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, and the word of God. So so it tells us the only the only piece of that armor that fights off the fiery darts of the wicked is the shield of faith. And this goes back to the the soapbox that I've been on for the past month on these podcasts and on this live feed on our show is faith in God is the thing that will continually propel us through what is going on in this world. You cannot lose faith in it. Now I'm not just talking about for salvation. We have to stand firm on the word of God and, and be, uh, strong in faith. Like it says in Romans, uh, uh, uh Abraham, who was believing God in Romans 4, was not weak in faith. He was strong in faith his faith, he had a fellowship and relationship with God. You want to make it through these times? Do you want to have, I don't want to just make it through and have God out, uh, you know, my daughter graduate through school and us find out that she just made it through. And now we're, we're, I want her to excel. I want her to be the best at what she's doing in while she's in the midst of all these things. Well, faith is the only way to do that. He's got a sub note here. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So let's jump down to letter L. Um, He said, see fiery darts, page 214. So let's just turn there. Let's see what he says about these fiery darts and what references to Scripture we can look at these. Because remember, it quenches the fiery darts. It doesn't allow them to attack and, and, and hit. We fight off these fiery darts with the shield of faith. Let's find where these are. Oh, this is good. Ephesians six sixteen, fiery darts, or any missile thrown as the javelin, spear, arrow, or stone from a sling. The fiery darts perhaps refer to the combustible arrowheads that set fire to, to the fortifications, ships, houses, and even the shields of the enemy made of wood and leather. They were called phalercia. The quenching to quench these fiery darts, shields were covered with metal as applied to Christian warfare. They refer refer to evil thoughts, lust, passions, temptations of various kinds. So this shield of faith, it sustains us through the times of all of the evil that can come against us. How do you build your shield? How do you get a shield of faith? So there's different types of shields as, as Dakes was referencing. This is good stuff. The shield of faith, you could have a le- you know, the, he was referencing old time war where they would fight these with these combustible arrowheads and they would hit shields of leather or uh, wood, and they would just combust the shield and would just completely annihilate the shield. And then the people behind the shield would be hurt themselves. But the shield that he's talking about here, that Paul's talking about in Ephesians is a shield covered in metal that no fire or any dart could attack and destroy. It protects who's behind it. Well, that's what faith does in God. When your faith and confidence in God is built and strong and you, you're receiving faith on a regular basis. If you, you know, New Way Church, Pastor Rich was uh, teaching on Sunday. Faith comes by hearing and hearing, not heard, not faith that you've heard from the past and you're living on that faith. It is a continual hearing of the word of God and that to to have that teaching to have someone preaching that faith to you it takes effort on your part to be involved in a church this young girl think about what she just said my faith was or my, my confidence in god the church around me is what propelled me through the time of of doubt and confusion if it weren't for that that family she may be have have done surgery on her body that's irreversible so it is it is essential to be a part of a church group it is essential to have the word preached to you to build your faith these these are extremely important things in extremely important times these times are not going to go away folks the, these types of things that we're experiencing right now these types of um these types of Um, battles and attacks on families and attacks on children, these will not go away. This will continue, but we will persevere and we will conquer these things. We will overcome them. But this is what the Bible says in perilous times will come. The Bible's telling us these things will come. It is, it is a lack of faith to think that there won't be any battles. That is where you've got to be prepared. And you've got to be strong in the word. You've got to be grounded on the things of God. You have to have a solid foundation on the inside of you. You cannot allow these things in this world to come against your life and come against your children, come against anything that the word of God has told you to be strong on. They, it can try and attack you, but it won't. It won't have any power. It won't have any power. Stand therefore. Hold your ground. Lift lift up over all, this is the Amplified. Lift up over all the covering, shield of saving faith, upon which you can quench all of the flaming missiles of the wicked one. Oh, they're flaming. They're flaming missiles. Well, anyway, listen, have a great day today. Love you so much. Thank you for joining and listening and watching. Um, I appreciate everybody that does. And let's have a great week this week. Go be strong in the Lord. Get into church this week. Read your word this week. Um, we just spent a little time in the Bible, but spend your own little time. Pray, the Lord. Pray to the Lord. Uh, spend some time in His Word. Have a relationship with Him. But I'm glad we got to start this morning together like this. Listen, I love you so much. Be blessed today. Go be strong in the Lord. Win someone to the Lord today. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about the goodness of God. And be blessed in everything that you do. Love you so much. Check out my website, dylanmaverick.com, for any questions or anything else you need from me. I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. A bunch of things you can do on the website. You can pray. If you need prayer for anything, there's a link. You can uh, contact me. You can introduce yourself to Jesus. There's a link to Meet Jesus on my website. Please, I encourage you to do that. If you need to rededicate your life, if uh, if it's been uh, an opportunity for you and you never took it, now's your time don't wait another day meet jesus today and i'm believing god for 420 people to partner monthly with get up with god i want you to be a partner if god moves on you to do that do it be a partner with us if if anything um you can pray uh, for us on a regular basis to reach people and impact um, the morning squad i guess you could say the morning population as we wake up and start our day i love you so much um be blessed today and uh, keep yourself in faith strong in the Lord I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning 6am love you so much have a great day today see you tomorrow morning bye bye